You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now a word from our sponsor, Netscope. Netscope is a worldwide leader in SASE and Zero Trust. Its unified platform, Netscope One, provides optimized access and zero trust security for people, devices, and data anywhere they go, helping customers reduce risk, accelerate performance, and get unrivaled visibility into any cloud, web, and private application activity. To learn more about how Netscope helps customers be ready for anything on their sassy journey, visit netskope.com. MedStar recovers from its ransomware attack, and it does so without paying ransom. Cyber rioting in Southwest Asia. The Panama Papers are out, and they comprise the biggest leak in history, and it's 11 million documents big. And what's Vladimir Putin's one weird trick for making $2 billion? I'm Dave Bittner, back in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, April 4th, 2016. Ransomware and other cyber threats continue to vex North American healthcare providers. U.S. and Canadian authorities have issued a joint alert about ransomware, and the FBI continues its investigation of last week's MedStar hack. The Canadian Cyber Incident Response Center and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security warned that, quote, infections can be devastating to an individual or organization, and recovery can be a difficult process that may require the services of a reputable data recovery specialist, end quote. MedStar appears to have largely returned to normal operations, and the hospital chain says it's done so without paying the hackers any ransom, let alone the $18,500 the extortionists demanded. Refusal to pay ransom is consistent with the latest guidance from both U.S. and Canadian authorities. MedStar officials said Friday they'd brought their three main patient care systems back online. Those systems include inpatient health records, outpatient health records, and the registration and scheduling system. They also said they'd found no evidence of any compromise of patient or employee information. MedStar, like other healthcare providers, has in recent years moved quickly toward implementation of electronic health records. Such EHRs offer many advantages in delivering healthcare, new ease, for example, in avoiding unnecessary or duplicative tests, and better tailoring of treatment options to individual cases. But they do carry with them the risk of hacking that comes with all online systems. Ransomware, of course, is not confined to healthcare systems, and new variants of this form of malware continue to appear in criminal markets. You can now buy a ransomware kit for about $100 in the online black market, and the malware on offer features some victim-friendly innovations designed to make ransom payment easier. Security firm Avira reports one such development. The Raku ransomware thoughtfully includes a QR code, so you can use convenient mobile payments to unlock your files. A very big leak is being reported by Zudeutsche Zeitung. In what's being called the biggest online leak in history, some 11 million documents totaling about 2.6 terabytes of data have been winkled out of the Panama-based law firm Masak Fonseca. Apparently, an internal whistleblower put the documents out to expose illegal currency transactions allegedly facilitated by the law firm. The data are said to indicate money laundering and the massive transfer of funds to offshore private accounts by a number of world leaders and senior government officials. 
Many countries are involved, some of them surprising, like Iceland, and others less so, like Russia. The Deutsche Zeitung has said that Le Monde, the BBC, and The Guardian are also investigating the story. Prominently mentioned in dispatches is Russian President Vladimir Putin, who's said to have transferred more than a billion dollars to untraceable foreign bank accounts. We'll be following the story, already known as the Panama Papers, in upcoming editions of The Cyberwire. Government websites in Hungary sustained a brief denial-of-service attack by unknown, or at least unspecified, foreign actors late last week. Service has been restored and the incident is under investigation. Cyber rioting flares again in Southwest Asia as Turkish hacktivists take up the Azeri case in the long-running dispute between Armenia and Azerbaijan over ownership of the contested province of Nagorno-Karabakh. The U.S. Justice Department warns of a coming cyber jihad and tells Americans they'd best be prepared for it. While jihadis have so far shown more information operations capability than ability to hack, the Justice Department regards their development of such capability as effectively inevitable and doesn't rule out the likelihood of attacks on infrastructure that would be far more destructive than the limited website defacements ISIS and others have so far been able to accomplish. Thus, concerns over the security of the burgeoning Internet of Things continue to mount. The devices connected in the IoT present a number of security challenges. We'll hear tomorrow from Skate Offense about how some of those challenges are being addressed in manufacturing control systems. Today, we get some background to what's involved in securing the IoT. Our guide is Accenture's Malek Ben Salem. We'll hear from her after the break. Finally, let's return briefly to the Panama Papers. Reports from Germany are pointing to Putin's pile of pilfered money. But we'd like to say, wow. I mean, wow. If you can build up a fortune of more than $2 billion on a civil servant's salary, how'd he do it? He's probably got a genius for picking stocks, big four-baggers from the pink sheets, or maybe it was just working from home. But in any case, wow. So, Vladimir, the world wants to know. What's that one weird trick? Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use. With zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. And now, a word from our sponsor, Sixth Sense. 
Sixth Sense provides award-winning cloud-based automated endpoint and vulnerability management solutions to streamline IT and security operations. With its advanced platform, businesses gain complete visibility and control over their infrastructure, reducing IT and security risks, and optimizing operational efficiency. With Sixth Sense, you'll get real-time alerts, risk-based vulnerability prioritization and remediations, and an intuitive automation and orchestration engine so you can focus on your core business goals. Confident in the knowledge that your enterprise is secure, compliant, and running smoothly. To learn why enterprises choose Sixth Sense, visit SixthSense.com. Malek Ben Salem is the R&D manager for security at Accenture Technology Labs, one of our academic and research partners. A topic that comes up regularly on the CyberWire is the Internet of Things, and that's an area where you all are doing a lot of research in in securing the Internet of Things, yes? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, One particular area that we're focused on is uh, identity for the Internet of Things. So uh, identity brings about a challenge within IoT for the reason of uh, scalability. We're dealing with billions and billions of machines and, and devices and things that have to be authenticated. So finding a mechanism which can be used to establish an immutable machine identity is not the only challenge. The sheer scale of the number of machines that will be connected to the IoT uh, means that identity management mechanisms must address scalability, um, must have appropriate governance mechanisms, must be able to protect the privacy of machines uh, so that, for example, valid group members, without having uh, to make the identity of individual machine instances known, can have the right of privacy and can protect the privacy of users and organizations behind those machines. And this is an area that comes up with automobiles, correct? Uh, Absolutely. So think about a connected car uh, where you have a number of interconnected machines and perhaps you'd have to replace one part within that car, perhaps from a third-party provider. You would have to deal with the identity of that thing that you're replacing. How do you authenticate it? Is it the same part? Is it a different part? for the connected system. Uh, So that's something also that has to be addressed. So it seems to me like part of the problem is there are already so many uh, IoT devices out there, um, and it's it's impractical to go back and update them to address this issue. Yes. um, uh, Again, scalability is really an issue. Identity must be able to scale to give unique Uh, and um, immutable identity within the anticipated billions of connected machines. Malek Ben Salem from Accenture Labs, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, 
Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the CyberWire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T-Minus Space Daily and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K CyberWire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com slash survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the darknet, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. Cyberwire. 